You're listening to the OKC82 Podcast with Brady Trantham and Madison Morris. The best place for OKC Thunder basketball. A part of 1077 The Franchise Podcast Network. What's up everybody? This is Madison Morris and Brady Trantham here with the OKC82 Podcast and quite possibly... Our uh, last one, really, because, I mean... Uh, it's, it's not over. I, I mean, not over. I, this, For right now, this might be our last one, just because we uh, don't have any more games to cover this season, because... Um, yeah, what the... So, the, the 82 podcast went... Oh, the 82 plus. 82 plus podcast, so it went... Uh, math. 86? 87 games. It went 87 games. Exactly. That's pretty good, I guess. We'll oh, take it. Man, but, and was the 87th game just not fun? Honestly, this probably was the most interesting. That's a good word to say. The most interesting way for the Thunder to be eliminated from round one of the playoffs. Of course, it comes from a Damian Lillard, basically half court shot. He shot it from the logo once again, and it nails in right at the buzzer, extending the Blazers to 118 to 115. And of course, that is that's game. That's it. That's for the. Or that's done for the series. The Thunder are finished, and they are headed back to Oklahoma City for exit interviews. Uh, Brady, let's just kind of digest this game and talk about it a little bit because it was kind of a back-and-forth th- uh, game there for a little bit. Obviously, the Thunder had quite the advantage starting out the game, but that didn't last extremely long because it was just Dame time, and uh, it proved to be very brutal for them. Yeah, it was uh, It was Dame time from, from tip. I mean, what? Lillard had 32 or 34 points at halftime. Ridiculous. He had 19 points in the first quarter. He was hitting just ridiculous trash you know, three-pointers, you know, five, six feet off the, th- um, off the three-point line. He was the sole reason why Portland was even in this game because the Thunder played so well to start the game off. And even as the game wore on, except for the third quarter, the third quarter it got a little ugly for the Thunder, but... Uh, for most of the game, the Thunder controlled it, and it was only Dame yeah. saving Portland. Uh, C.J. McCollum in the first, I believe, eight minutes of the first quarter picked up his third foul, and he didn't play again until halftime. Dame didn't. Dame never sat. He yeah, did, he played the first thirty-six minutes of the game, and when he had to sit down at the beginning of that fourth quarter, that's when the Thunder went on their run and they right. um, regained uh, momentum and then regained ultimately control of the game. Uh, that was until let's see. We can just fast forward through all the the, the beginning because right. that's not what matters here. No one's going to remember that the Thunder played well at the beginning of the game mm-hmm. and made a strong charge at the end of the game. They're going to remember that with seven minutes and forty five seconds left, the Thunder led after a Russ after a Dennis Schroeder three pointer. They led one hundred five to ninety, and from there the Thunder scored ten more points, and. Damian Lillard and the Blazers just let it up. destroyed Oklahoma yeah. City. Just absolutely destroyed them. The Thunder's offense just it was a combination of some timely shots here and there, and then a bunch of just good good looks, um, free throw free throw line chances and misses. Yeah, Paul George misses two free throws. Jeremy Grant misses a free throw to potentially get, put the Thunder up thirteen, which ended up being very important. Obviously, the Thunder lost at the buzzer. But I mean, th- this game was just—it was just an example of this entire series. Yeah, I mean, Dame has been the best player in, in the series um, for the most part. Dame and CJ McCollum have outplayed Russell Westbrook and Paul George tonight. Um, you know, I'll give Russell Westbrook some credit. He hits—he hit some timely shots. Finished eleven to thirty-one. You know, I think—I think I said 
at some point today or yesterday on some pregame talk. He's going to shoot. He's going to jack up like 28, 30 shots. Yeah. And he got 31 up, but he hit 11 of them. Um, not the worst. It's not the worst look. He hit some timely shots. Uh, had a triple-double, 14 assists, 11 rebounds. His his uh, ability to distribute was it was on point tonight. Um, Paul George looked like pre-All-Star break Paul George, especially early, hit his first six shots, 14 of 20, uh, finishing up. But it's it's just not been the same for him at the three-point line. He was three of eight tonight. And, you know, the Thunder, they they just don't have they just don't have it. Yeah. Whatever whatever fundamental things go into a successful basketball team, especially um in the postseason, the Thunder just don't have it. They've yeah. got talent. I mean, Jeremy. This is a game where Jeremy Grant hit seven of his eight shots, two two from the three point line, sixteen points. Stephen Adams had ten points. Terrence Ferguson was a hundred percent from the floor. <laughs> um, Dennis Schroeder had seventeen points. You know, everybody contributed that you that you want to contribute if you're a Oklahoma City Thunder fan going into this game, and it just didn't matter. It yeah. just did not matter. It didn't matter, and I think that's really the frustrating thing for Thunder fans this season is kind of what Brady was saying. This team has so much potential and so much talent, but the thing is is they don't know how to feed off of each other to perform successfully on the floor. And they've had a lot of good stretches this season, back in the regular season, where they were able to do that, and it was exciting at times. But then there would be other times like um, – just trash games like that Lakers game where it went into overtime and there was no stars on the floor. It was just a bunch of 21 year olds owning this team. And it's just games like that have been the epitome of the season because they don't know how to handle the kind of talent they have on this team this season. And they're just, they're not vibing off of each other very well. And I think that's really what hurt them because they allowed Damian Lillard to come in and drop 50 points tonight and just single-handedly dominate them. Because, yeah, the Blazers had guys like Ennis Cantor, C.J. McCollum, and Mo Harkless who were able to really contribute on the offensive side of the ball as well. But, I mean, it, it just – it was a one-man show out there, and I think that's what is going to get in these guys' head because Damian Lillard sat up there on the podium after Game 3, and that was the Thunder's only win of this entire series, saying, you know, we're going to make them work for it. This isn't going to – be the end of us we're not gonna get discouraged from this loss we're gonna come back and be just 10 times better and that's exactly what they did but the fact that Damian Lillard made that statement and he was the one who just sealed the series tonight it's just kind of ironic because I mean the mentality of him and the way that he feeds off of his players and the way that they just are able to have that kind of rhythm on the court together, it's it's unmatchable. I mean, it doesn't match up with what the Thunder bring to the floor at all. And, I mean, I'm sorry, that's a little brutal, but this team, and I'm talking about the Thunder right now, they just didn't have the dynamic from the get-go. I don't think they ever fully got it uh, into a form that was consistent throughout the season, and so that's why it hurt them in round one again. So they're just going to have to really figure something out. I think a lot of changes will be made now that the season is officially over, and I mean, I'm not alluding to anything because what do I know? I don't know anything. But you know everything, Madison. I mean, you're not wrong. But um, I, I just think that they're gonna figure something out. It might be a completely different team next season, and that might work out. But right now, I just don't think this team this season was meant to make it very far in the postseason. Three things. One, God, that I'm sorry, Thunder fans. That was so cool. Like, it was beautiful. The Dame, like. We're we're in the we're in the conference room here at the franchise station with uh it's you and me Madison uh, Chisholm Holland's in there uh, Jerry Ramsey John and uh, John Ham I almost said John Hoover I'm just seeing John's tweet right now What up Hoover Um 
Dame was dribbling around, you know, with Paul about three to five feet in front of him, and then he pulls up, and we all say it's good. Good. Oh, yeah. And it, it dropped, and that that wasn't surprising, but just him walking away and like waving goodbye to Oklahoma City was just like, oh Whoa. my god! That, that's why the NBA is fun. That's it why is the fun. NBA is fun. I mean, of course, I understand Thunder fans are going to be very, very upset and disappointed. And there's going to be a lot of finger pointing, like who's to blame for this. But what you said, Madison, uh, the, for my second thing, <clears throat> the team, the team is built for postseason success if you look at it from a talent standpoint. Right. They have the talent. They have the star power. Um, but it's not a finely tuned roster machine. I mean, there are so many flaws with this roster, and we'll get to that probably in some later podcasts, but I'll just hint to it now. Um, but when you go back to last year, the Thunder lost to Utah. The games where the Thunder lost – in that series, they completely melted down. They completely, they did not resemble a team of their talent. Right. And somewhat kind of the same deal this year. I mean, no, Russell never got into a, a holy war with a Ricky Rubio type. Like, he didn't get into holy, a holy war with Rodney Hood or no. Evan Turner or some player of that caliber in this series. He didn't really make it about him versus Dame too much. I mean, Russell took a lot of bad shots in the series. He takes a lot of bad shots because that's what he is. Um, but it wasn't to that extent. But still, their lack of composure when guy when guys are just simply hitting shots, their lack of composure and and their lack of focus up you know fifteen with mm-hmm. eight minutes left and eight minutes is an eternity in the NBA. But with how they came back, with how they were doing it, and yes, Dame was on the bench for that for that a lot a lot amount of time. Um, it just evaporated so quickly, and right. I never felt like the Thunder were going to win. I, yeah. I just never felt – I never had that sense that they were going to make the plays necessary, um, the smart plays, um, to win the ball game. And I've had that – I've had that thought about this team this year. The only time where I actually started drinking the Kool-Aid was probably after that Utah double overtime mm-hmm. win when Paul hit that um, buzzer-beater winner. That I was like, wow, maybe this team actually has figured it out. Yeah. But, of course, eh. the season just turned on itself from that point on. This is what this team is. And, I mean, Madison, like, these questions are going to come. These qu- these questions are going to come. Um, Sam Presti, he, he's, he's, going, he's going to have to a- answer a lot for this yeah. year. Um, two years ago, it was the Russell Westbrook show. Um, nobody expected the Thunder to, to to do that much. They got beat by Houston. No one cared. Russell won the MVP last year. Uh, very disappointing exit of the year. But uh, Andre Robertson got hurt, so yeah. they have that they have that justification. This year, it's going. We're going to hear that Paul George had some type of injury that they didn't want to disclose the whole time. Right. He was obviously healthy enough to play, so it's not that big of an excuse. Although, even if Paul George was healthy, I really don't know if that would have meant anything. This in this I don't series, think so. Dame is a top three player. He's playing yes. on like like it right now. He would have been better than Paul George. Yeah. And, it, um, and look, God, Portland, Portland finished on a thirteen-two run in the final three minutes. Like that's that's what the Thunder are. They they cannot make the necessary plays. Yeah. To win tight ball games against teams that have similar talent, and mm-hmm. that's going to bother them until um, Presti either addresses this issue. Um, and I don't want to sit here and speculate as to like this guy needs to get traded or. Um, whatever, but something needs to be done, and until something's done, this is the this is the this is the standard that Thunder fans should come to uh, 
come to expect. Yeah, and I mean, that's kind of been their problem all season long is they get in these situations where they might be a little too high and mighty for their own shoes, and then all of a sudden the team starts closing in on them and they don't know how to handle it, and that's why they can't close things out, and that's why they let these uh, nice, comfortable leads just really close in all of a sudden. And I I think it just puts them into a shock factor because they have no idea how to uh, come back and resuscitate. So it's just... That was kind of my most disappointing thing, um, just from a media standpoint, watching this team, because Brady and I have talked about this so many times on this podcast throughout the season, is that the talent on this team is so evident, but they don't know how to utilize it into like a way that it becomes a unit rather than just like a guy showcasing his talent, you know, Paul Yeah, there was, a, there was a lot of like your turn, my turn. Yeah. And, and even that this la- game is Paul's, this he, game is Russell's. That last jumper that Paul George hit to put the thunder up to uh, 115, 115, or 115, 113 before Dame tied it with a driving layup out of a timeout. I mean, even that play, that was just Russell and Paul, like not knowing what to do. Their spacing was terrible. Paul just hit the shot. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that, the Thunder's offense is so masked by the fact that they have Paul George and Russell Westbrook, and Russell's not an efficient scorer no. anymore. He's, I mean, if he doesn't improve, then this is the first year where we could say he's he's starting to get washed. Yeah, um, it's but he's still a very very strong scorer. Um, the Thunder's offense is so masked by those two facts. Um, Jeremy Grant has made strides. Terrence Ferguson, even though he didn't do much offensively tonight at all, I mean he still made strides, mm-hmm. but. Presti's like his his infatuation with internal development. Like this is not the Spurs. Mm-hmm. Um, this this is at least it has the potential to be. I mean, they have the potential to develop those guys. And even if Grant and Ferguson continue their um, development on this current trajectory path that they're on, the Thunder aren't going to be significantly better. They right. need other things to go their way. They need other guys on this on this team. And how they're trying to play is just not working, and I, I just don't know what Thunder fans are supposed to expect now, other than, oh, we have got we've got Russell and Paul, like that's that's better than eighty percent of the NBA yeah. in, in any first round series because you're going to be playing a good team in the postseason, and that team probably plays better team basketball than the Thunder because, please tell me. Uh, a team that the Thunder play better team basketball than that's in the playoffs. Mm. I, like with the way the Thunder <laughs> played, with the way the Thunder played this this postseason, I of course this is all hindsight because I picked the Thunder in six. I, I I'm yeah. I'm just as shocked at how thoroughly outplayed they were. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand it now, seeing how it all played out. But seeing how it all played out, I would I would not be surprised if the Thunder played. The Clippers or the Spurs and got beat in that series because those teams play team basketball. Those teams utilize their talent, whereas the Thunder just hope that their guys hit shots. And yeah. that's just not that's not something you can rely on. No, it's not. And I mean, I think that's what they've been doing all season, honestly. And I think that's kind of why frustrations tend to flare among that team because they kind of come up with this game plan in their head. And it's not really like a game plan that's going to utilize the entire team and benefit the entire team. It's kind of like, okay, so we're going to give Paul the ball at this moment. Russell's going to make this kind of play. Terrence and Jeremy are going to be open for these shots. But if those don't work, then it's kind of like a, well, crap, like now what? Because Billy even has said it throughout the season, you know, we're just going to keep shooting. We're going to keep taking these shots. I didn't think we shot the ball particularly well. But, like, (laughs) I'm sorry. that Like, no, you didn't. So – Like, make some adjustments. And this is not me going on a rant about Billy Donovan. I actually really respect the guy and think he does a good job. But I just – I never saw any kind of adjustments be made 
throughout not only this playoff series, but kind of the latter half of the season because it just was, I don't know, I think they just had this idea of how to play Thunder basketball, but it wasn't working. So they just continually tried to, well, we're just going to improve that way of playing Thunder basketball. But they didn't improve. It just kind of like gradually got worse. Then it spiked back up, but then it would get a little bit worse. And that that's just not consistent throughout the season. That's not really how you evolve in this game. So I don't know. That was only that's just like my frustrations like watching this. And I kind of like feel for Thunder fans right now because I know they're incredibly angry watching this game tonight. I think that is just like a slap in the face. I think it would have been equally as awful to see the Thunder just get blown off the court tonight, but Honestly, having a guy like Damian Lillard who shot the most nonchalant near half-court shot just hoping it would go in right there at the buzzer, and it did. That's just kind of like a, see, I told you I'm better than y'all. Like, this is what I've been showing you guys this entire series. And I think that's just like a slap in the face of Thunder fans. So I kind of understand frustrations when it comes to that. And, uh, yeah, I I think we're going to have a lot of unhappy people right now. Well, I mean, the thing with Billy, uh, Billy made, I thought he made good adjustments in this series. Like, he did all that he could do. He had to depend on his guys actually executing. And in the first two games, the Thunder did not hit shots. Right. If they hit shots at the clip that they had hit them since game game three, they probably would have split one of those two games because they just shot so terribly. Yeah. Um, Yeah, like, even today, like, um, Billy puts Jeremy Grant on Ennis Canner. And that really hampered Port- like what Portland wanted to do, and it, it played into the Thunder really taking control of the game early on. Um, Billy did, I think, I think Billy did all that he could do. Um, did he do a perfect job? No. He still was able to get outcoached by Terry Stotts. But newsflash, this is how Terry Stotts outcoached Billy Donovan. He has Damian Lillard. That's enough. <laughs> that, that's that's it. it. That's that's Coaching is so overrated in the NBA. Um they get thrown under the bus anytime the team loses. They get they don't get really any praise unless they're Pop or Steve Kerr or Phil Jackson back with the Lakers and the Bulls. Um, I mean, I, I get it because somebody has to get blamed and Presti's not going to get fired. Um, as a result, I don't think Billy Donovan's going to get fired. I don't think he will um, either. I'm, I'm not under that. If, if Billy Donovan is fired at some point this offseason, I, I will be very, very shocked. Yeah. I do not have that story saved in the drafts <laughs> at the all so yet. that'll that'll come out maybe an hour after it actually happens that <laughs> i'll be so shocked but um like yes when if i you know we're, we're talking about this game 20 minutes after it ended so if i go back and look you know at game one game two whatever i'm sure i can find some things that i'm like ah, i don't like that from billy donovan but overall i don't really have a problem with how he coached it was just a simple fact of dame played basically the entire game he right. played thir- the first 36 minutes of the night he finished Playing or like forty five minutes. Yeah, he played forty five minutes. He played forty five minutes because That's he had insane. to. That like Stotts knew it too. He's like, we're not going to win this game. We're going to go back to Oklahoma City with a little bit of pressure mounting. Yeah. If if I don't play Dame, this entire effing game, and he did, and it worked because yeah. Damian is playing at such a level right now that it's, it's just incredible to watch. But um, yeah, I think right now Madison's for fear of being on this show for like ever tonight um i put out like hey anybody want to fire off some frustrations tonight so um we've got quite oh, a do we few. have some yeah oh yes we've got quite a few <laughs> oh dear i haven't even looked um, at twitter i'm scared too yeah they're yeah i i didn't Whoa. really want to ask for questions because i just wanted to breeze through this as quickly as possible but well some yeah. of these words we can't say on. yeah th- yeah there are going to be some words that we can't say, we can't say and some for of these words 
anybody important out there that's listening, um, from this point on, I am quoting people. This, these are not words from <laughs> from my head to my or my mouth. I mean, I'm saying them, but th- I'm uh, like I'm not saying them. If you know what I mean. You didn't come up with them. Okay, Austin Glasgow. It seemed like the Thunder played that last five minutes not to lose instead of to win. Thoughts? Yep, Jerry Ramsey even said it. Um, with about five minutes left, the Thunder are running the ball right now, and I tweeted out they're playing prevent offense. Yep, it's it's just like in football. Um, if you <laughs> if you're trying to prov- if you're trying to play not to lose, you're more prone to mistakes because the other team's going to start pressing, and when you get pressed and you get trapped, and you don't have a plan other than dribble the ball around and get the easiest shot possible. You're going to make a mistake, and the Thunder made too many mistakes, and mm-hmm. because they took their foot off the gas, that could have probably played into Paul George or Jeremy Grant missing those crucial free throws. I it, mean, yeah. It was just so apparent. They got outscored 13-2 to in the last three minutes. Who does that in the playoffs? Yeah, I, I don't think that was the most sound uh, game plan there for the end of the game, just because... They need to realize that Damian Lillard, he is not going to just like shut himself off. He's not going to go out of the game. He's not going to just turn his talent off. Um, so I think kind of just running the ball around and what Brady was saying, like finding the easy shot, finding the open shot, I think it needs to be a little bit more aggressive to close out a game like this because the Thunder came into this knowing that, you know, a couple slip-ups are done. Like they're done for the rest of the season. They're going to go back to Oklahoma City and call it quits. So I, I don't know. I didn't necessarily agree and that's again not me taking a shot at Billy because what Brady was saying I mean this is the NBA coaching is probably not like the most aggressive thing out there because these guys are professionals they're going to do what they think is best but (laughs) yes I'm sorry that is one way of saying it (laughs) I mean I'm just gonna I'm feeling very blunt tonight so that's I mean that's just kind of the way it is especially with this Thunder team right now so I don't know I I feel like that game plan there at the end just wasn't it wasn't sound it wasn't a good idea and I mean, yeah, just one mistake kind of made them slip up and gave Portland all the confidence they needed to for Dame. Literally, I just can't get that image of Damian Lillard dribbling the ball right in front of Paul George, just kind of, oh, clock's running out. I'm just going to stand here. Oh, I'm going to shoot it. Oh, it went in. I'm like, what? Like, where does that kind of confidence come from? Oh, my God. Because he had 47 points up to that point. That's, that's where that confidence that's came true. from. That's true. So, and it's just insane to me. God, it was, He's not real. That was so cool. It was pretty cool. Um, Ray Osborne, at Ray Osborne Jr. Next question. Ah, <laughs> good way, one. Mass, I don't know if you're seeing this on Twitter, but Terry Stotts is just basically clowning Russell Westbrook in the postgame oh, show. Oh, dear. He keeps saying next question or, like, I don't know, Barry. That's a good question. (laughs) Oh, my God. I mean, if this is like ample opportunity to do that, so good for Terry. (laughs) Gosh. Um, Kyle Clark, um, during the offseason, Thunder fans need to remember Russ is bigger than basketball to the city and the franchise, but he does deserve some blame. Here's to a rough offseason thread, or offseason ahead, excuse me. Agreed. I agree. I agree. I mean, I agree with, um, uh, I don't think Russ is bigger than basketball. But uh, Kyle, I think I think there might have been a typo here. But I okay, I kind of get what you're saying. Russell does deserve some blame, and that will come in the um, during the exit interviews, probably on Thursday. Um, yeah, he's going to get some questions, and he probably won't answer them, or he will, and he'll give like cookie cutter, like very player vanilla. speak, vanilla answers. But um, that's for him. That yep. Um, uh, Brandon Kuznetsov, Kuznets, Kuznetsov. If I'm saying that wrong, I apologize. Seemed like a better game plan out of Donovan. A decently conservative first half um, offensively, which kept Russ calm and PG leading the charge. 
Second half had some typical playoff ups and downs. Fourth quarter was typical Thunder. Dame went lose, period. Love the show. Hey, thank you, Brandon. <gasps> Thanks, we Brandon. Anyway, well, you love the show. Hopefully I said your name right. I mean, I'd hate for you to, I, you know. Compliment us, I, and then we, like, butchered your name. Yeah. But, I, but I suck at reading. I, I do, too, so <laughs> it's fine. Um, Raymond E. Hopkins. Uh, the Thunder need to bring changes their way along with some personnel. Better start strapping up them overalls and bring your freaking lunch pail into next year. Yeah. I would change change is probably coming. Change is probably change coming. Change is upon us. Um uh Mark Argyle up fifteen points with seven minutes left, took their foot off the gas and allowed the only man who had done anything all night just to stand there one on one and shoot the game winner. That is why Billy should be gone. Um, uh, I will say this. I thought Paul was kind of in a, he was in between a rock and a hard place because yeah. the game's tied. Um, you can't press him because if he gets past you, then he just has a higher percentage shot because he's, right. get, he's getting into the paint. Um, I don't know what Paul could have done. I mean, in hindsight, yes, you, you, you face up on him. But like I said, if he gets past you, then you're just praying that your help defense, which has been terrible this entire series, yeah. will do something about it. So, um, Paul was just in a bad place. Paul was in a bad place because what is he going to do? He's going to probably go up, get called for a foul, and that's, you know, that's a free three points right there. So Damian didn't even have to make that shot. If he got fouled, he would just go straight to the free throw line, sink them all. Like honestly, it was just Paul was in a lose lose situation, and it sucks. But that's just how how it goes. <laughs> Julius Reck, is this series where we see Dame eclipse Russ in point guard rankings? Um, yes, probably. <laughs> um, Dame has kind of been. <clears throat> At least last year, Dane was on in uh, he was all NBA over Russ. Um, a lot of people have kind of had that thought, but the thing that's kept Dame down has been his playoff struggles. And now he's finally back in the second round. I think Dame's only been in the second round once, and they got swept. But they're mm-hmm. going to probably play Denver. Denver is up three two now. Um, but whether they play Denver or San Antonio, everyone's going to think, oh, Portland is the trendy pick to make it to the Western Conference Finals and play either Houston or Golden State. But, yeah, better than Russ. I mean, I think it's pretty easy to see. Um, Tyler Kincannon, I hate to put it on the coach because it ain't all his fault. Billy will take the punishment for Presti's lack of getting quality shooters around Russ and PG to spread the floor. But Billy deserves some responsibility, too. Tough way to go down. Anxious to see what's next. Same. I mean, everybody, everybody's – I understand everybody's mad at Billy, but – Again, if you're going to be mad at Billy, you, what you really need to be mad at is Presty. Presty builds the team. Yeah. The the team has played a similar brand of basketball that predates Billy Donovan. So that goes to Sam Presty. Yeah. So um, Sam will have questions thrown, lobbed his way uh, in his ex- exit interview, which will be around, that's usually like a few weeks afterwards for whatever yeah. reason. Um, he has to prepare himself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matt OKC321 doesn't want to talk about it. Fair enough. Um, I feel you, brother. Speak of the devil, Sam Presti, uh, at Sam Presti, okay, uh, points out Russ, a uh, Portland fan, holding up a racist sign about Russell. Oh, dear. I saw this thing. I I, um, I don't really want to comment on it. It does look odd, <laughs> but I don't want to say anything further. I don't think I can. <laughs> I'm, yeah, we'll I'll, talk about I'll, this. I'll tell we'll you. talk about this off the I'll, podcast. I'll tell you after the pod. Um, your, your boy Connor uh, says no. Uh he just says no to the uh, question or the whatever. Which All is right. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. Uh, let's see here. Um, Brian Giddings at Brian HD 79 uh, from KFOR. 
Hey. Yes, blank Sam Presti and blank Tribe Called Quest. Okay. Wow. <laughs> I, I okay. Uh, poor Tribe. Let Called it all Quest. out. Um, uh, at Ben R Noble One, what do you think is the biggest uh, change the Thunder will try to make? Whether it be offensive approach, identity coaching, should rest play the two with Schroeder leading point. Um, I'd like to let's table that for an off season pod. Yeah. Um. Ben, actually, you and I have actually been talking about this today in our DMs, so you know how I feel. Um, so I don't want you to feel like that I'm completely um, forgetting this this question. But well, Madison and I will get to this at a later pod. We want I want to be able to collect our thoughts a little bit more on this and maybe get through some exit interviews. Um, Rob Shahan, since having a three one lead versus Golden State, the Thunder's playoff record is four and fifteen. I usually drink the Thunder's Kool Aid, but it's time to make a change. It's time to fire Donovan. Ooh, poor mm, Billy. Um, poor Billy. Oscar uh, Pen Pen P E N A A T E. I'm sorry. <laughs> Where does Donovan stand at after blowing a ten plus point lead? That was not on him. That was on the players. Yeah, They're out there playing defense. Yeah, I wouldn't look too much to Billy for that whole uh, shenanigans. Cameron Pierce says he is just overly disappointed. Changes have um, changes have to happen. I don't trust OKC management to make the right ones. What changes have to happen? Like I said, we'll table all this big picture stuff later for right. a pod. But um, with that, yeah, th- everybody, thank you guys so much for um, uh, the comments. Um, oh, Kendall Ashback, when is Sam Presti going to be held accountable? He's held accountable right now. He's all, Yeah, he's definitely going to be held accountable for this. I think a lot of people are going to keep that in mind while they kind of process what just happened in the series. So, I mean... He's going to have a lot of backlash to deal with, but, I mean, that's kind of part of being the GM. Madison, we did it. We did it! The Thunder didn't do it, but we did it. I honestly can't believe we did this because I think halfway through the regular season, I was like, wow, this is a lot of podcasting. But then it kind of fell into a rhythm, and I think we picked it up pretty fine. Yeah, I mean, once you get to December, January, I mean, that's when when it really hurts. Yeah. Um, But just like the players, I mean, the uh, beat reporters, beat writers, like our job, we feel this somewhat the same way as the players do. Of course, we're not physically destroyed like they are, but it's still we a grind. We are mentally destroyed. <laughs> we are mentally destroyed. It's just as bad. And um, it was a grind, but, um, but... we did it. We did it. Madison, I could not have done it without you. There were a few games <laughs> where I couldn't have done it, and you were able to pick me up for it. There were a few games where I could, I just could not talk, so you had to do it by yourself. Um, uh, there were plenty of games where I had to have people stand in for me because, you know, that little thing called life just kind of got in the way. My yeah. apologies. You've got four other jobs. Like 10 or 12. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But, I mean, yeah, we did it and got through the OKC82 Plus podcast as well. Got a yeah. good, like, five, yeah, five and extra ones. I don't really want to rename the pod in the off season because, I mean, it doesn't really apply, but... Uh, we will certainly be doing podcasts throughout the off season. There's a lot, there's a lot to cover. I mean, yeah. there's going to be exit interviews on Thursday, more than likely. Sam Presti's exit interview will come a few weeks later, and then a few, like two or three weeks after that, is the NBA draft. Right. And there will be a, an interview after that, and then whoever they draft, the Thunder will have a, a press conference for that dude, and then um, perhaps the Thunder make a trade. 
And if they bring somebody in, they'll more than likely have a presser for that person. And then preseason starts. Or a party, you know, so, when Paul and, then, and then Summer League is sandwiched in between the middle of all this. So there's a lot of stuff coming. Basketball there's a never lot more coverage and content that we can put out there for you guys. But it'll still be coming on the OKC82 podcast if you're subscribed to it. So Which you should be. Yeah, of course. Um, so that that is still coming. Um, I wanted to say, like I've said for a zillion times now, thank you guys so, so much for subscribing and for joining along and uh, making this so much better than it possibly could have been. I mean, I know there are people out there that do podcasts that have like two or three people listen, including probably their mother. (laughs) Um, But it it does say something. I mean, I don't want to brag on us too much, but it does say something to be consistent. And in that respect, I think we did a good job, but it made it so much better with all your guys's um, comments and questions. It just, it made it more important to to me yeah so thank you guys so much interaction is key um but yeah yeah i guess we can leave it at that we answered a little bit of questions we got some frustrations out we talked about this game we talked about uh kind of reflecting on the season and i i think that's going to do it for this but like brady said we are going to podcast throughout the off season so you're still going to get some okc agency podcasts it just won't be uh about games but it'll still be interesting so um yeah stay tuned guys don't leave yeah well but it's it's that yeah let's just leave it's it. that time good old 12:45 in the morning technically we'll see and, we'll uh, see you guys soon we'll see you guys soon but yeah thunder lose it tonight they are eliminated from the playoffs this season uh portland takes it 118 to 115 we'll play the winner of denver and spurs so look out for that and thank you guys for listening have a great night see ya <laughs>